I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The morning stream just keeps on keeping on every day, but it can't actually do that without the help from our listeners. Good thing there's a patreon.com/tms for people like Quake Holio, James Garcia, and Charles. Be like them. Coming up on TMS, I prefer Steely Dan's brother, Aluminimi Jim. Wrapped in Mylar. The Somonex Halftime Show. Tram stamp in perpetuity. Does my chewing gum lose its flavor on the burlap overnight? Kim's tattoo starts with onions. You'll get no Adele, no Lionel Richie, and no Lieutenant Yar! Starter farter. Dutch shake and bake. How do you like them maggots? Bougie booey. Molly Crew featuring Wheezer. A hell of a lot of hellos. You don't need rice! With Tom. Yeast-free recommendals with Nicole and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Every boy wants a Remco toy, and so do girls. Mr. Kelly's car wash, that's the one for me! Where did you grow that mustache? <laughs> The Morning Stream. He's taking a dump in a can. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It is February 21st, 2024. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibitai. Hello. 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 It's me. Uh, hey everybody. Oh, I was wondering if you were going. Are you doing Adele? Are you doing those almost? Uh, it was almost Todd Rundgren, yep. but it wasn't. Nope, a little bit of Lionel Richie, maybe. A little Lionel Richie in there too. Yeah, yeah. A little Adele. All of them have good hellos. So yeah, why not go down either Hello any of those there. paths? Hello there. <laughs> I have that somewhere. I, I, know. I like I playing know. it. Let's see if I have it. It's fun right. to play. Take bets on how many he plays before he hello finds China. Out. That's not it. That's hello China. All right, so that's one. If you bet one, you win. Uh, if you bet two, let's see. Uh, where is it? I know I have this. <laughs> Shit. Oh, there it is. No. Wait. Hello there. No, that's not it. It's two. Okay. Hello up there. Wow. Look. No. no. Hello there. No. Four. Hello there. There we oh, go. Oh, four. Dang it. I had five. Oh, oh shoot. Had four. Nobody had four. Dang it. That's all right. The house always wins. A lot wins. of sevens. A lot yeah. of sevens. house always end. wins, Brian. That's just the rule. <laughs> um, anyway, hey, everybody. We're here. It's Wednesday. We got stuff to do. We're glad you're all here, and uh, we're going to get straight to some things. We got a phone call from yeah. Amy I thought we'd start with today. And, um, cool. you know, she's, she's very active in our community. She's always got she something is. to say. And uh, she has a whole thing about that gum tree, you know? 
the whole mm-hmm. the put your gum on the tree deal. The gum tree at the uh, at the the water the log flume ride at the local amusement park. Yep, and uh, she adds this to the story. Hey Scott and Brian, this is Amy, and uh, you guys were just talking about the gum tree, uh, and Brian was specifically talking about one that was at a, an amusement park. And yes, I concur. We had those in uh, Six Flags over Georgia, but our gum trees they would actually put like a, a sheet of burlap around the tree so you could stick your gum to the burlap and not harm the tree. Oh. So, See, it's good. Go. Maybe, it's good maybe after do. a while all uh, amusement parks will do this and save their trees from, I don't know, whatever the gum does to them. But anyway, just thought I'd share. But why doesn't the mylar hurt the tree? The burlap? Yeah, or yeah, I'm sorry, not mylar. Why am I saying I mean, mylar? The burlap. I guess it's I mean, porous, right? It has you can get air it's through. It's porous, there. but the tree doesn't need air on its trunk. It gets it gets what it needs from its leaves and uh That's and true. Roots. So you can't yeah. kill if I wrap a tree with something, you can't right. kill the tree you've that seen, way. I mean you've seen people who put metal like aluminum uh or, or tin or something, like metal around the tree itself to keep squirrels from being able to climb it. Oh yeah, that's true. Down to, it's sometimes yeah. lower, but yeah, yeah. As long as you don't, as long as you do something to the roots or the leaves, you're you're fine. Okay. Well, there you go then. Mylar. No. What'd she say? Burlap. 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 Why do I keep yeah. saying mylar? Why? Because you really want that. Uh, you want some acid-free mylar. You want to protect that tree uh, so you can sell it on uh, Tree Trader. Uh, TreeTrader.com. It's worth a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. The hot new site, Tree Trader. Hot new site, Tree Trader. So hold on a second. Mylar. Mylar is like that. That. Uh, um, it's it like might plastic. Even, yeah, it's like a plastic and shiny yeah, like, kind of. Like right? comic book bags are mylar. Those are mylar. Some of them are. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know what I'm thinking of. Something in my head, it's metallic, but I don't know why I think that. It's just me, my brain. Um, you can do food storage. You can do. Um, yeah. Yeah, I got a little. Oh, oh, like, okay. Uh, computer there is, components are good in mylar. There is a kind I'm thinking of then that's like a. It's like a almost looks like a metal wrap. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The metallic ones. They so they use those for like like when you get computer components, like chips and things like that. Um, those, those are my anti-static mylar bags, right? Right, right. Okay. And I still want mylar now. It turns out I want that around my tree. That's what I want. Mm. <laughs> um, anyway, we also got a guy sleeves, calling in about sleeves. sleeves. Yeah. There you go, sleeves. Um, we got a guy calling about the buoy thing. I know this has been going on for months, but uh, I just thought this was an interesting take. So here's 10 seconds. Hi, this is for TMS. My last name is Boje, spelled B-O-J-E. In German, it actually means water buoy. Uh, so thought you guys would find that interesting. Thanks a lot. Bye. All right, so Boje is German for Boje. water buoy. Yeah, water buoy. I'm gonna nice. call that from now on. I see a, I see a buoy. I'm calling it a boje. I'm gonna call it bougie. Uh it's a uh, watch out. That that thing uh, in the in the water that you're gonna hit with your boat. It's a little bougie. It's a little bougie. Yeah, a little bougie. bourgeoisie. Yeah, a little basic. I like Don't that. Hit that basic. Uh, then we got a we got a question about who we think should do the Super Bowl next. And yeah. I actually had a yeah. thought about this, um, but we'll talk about that in a second. So. Sure. This person who did not leave a name uh, texted the following. Hey, guys, question for the morning stream team. Who do you think has the chops to put on a good halftime show for the Super Bowl next year? Has to be somebody slash team who can appeal to multiple generations and have a deep and recognizable song catalog. I'm thinking White Stripes, get Meg back, or 
maybe a Beck slash Cake combo, mm. a 2010s combo with uh, Dua, uh, Ariana, and uh, Kesha, or Kadalar Haas, we prefer to call her mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. could be pretty cool too. Well, Dua Lipa is a little more like 2010s. 2020s, yeah. Teens late, and 20s. late 2010s. Yeah, she. I think 2018 that's was That's what her, she really levitated was in the 2020s, though. <laughs> 2018 was like her first album or something, so it's, she's a little later in the yeah. group. But anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I think all of those things are true. I don't know if Be- Beck and Cake would be a draw. Oh, it'd be a draw for me. It'd be a draw for me. Don't get me yeah, wrong. I'd but, love uh, it. But you want but that yeah, multi-generational I mean, typical, thing? Yeah. yeah. I think uh, I think Post Malone, now that we've seen him do a song beforehand, I think a whole Post Malone halftime show would be fantastic. Yeah, I'd go for that. Um, I, You know, like a No Doubt, and you could do a No Doubt combo. Um, who'd you combine? Like do do no doubt blink um you do you want to stay ska or do you want to go like um you go you go ska and ska punk right okay. so yeah yeah i that'd be great yeah that's a thing people are into and right now all of those three three bands maybe not hers or maybe not uh gwen stefani but the other two have oh, new albums she's 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 doing the uh the whole uh the voice stuff so she's still in public eye yeah so maybe they'd be perfect that's a good call i like that yeah but here is my thought yeah who's, next your thought next sunday or next sunday next super bowl sunday which is a whole year from now it is yeah because halftime shows kind of suck <laughs> we should do a live stream during the halftime show oh you and i should yeah <laughs> and make up our own you know whatever it is Whatever we want yeah. to do for that. How long yeah. is the halftime show? It's like 15 minutes or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we could totally do that. We'd yeah. Do, uh, we'd have it on. We'd, we'd, we'd be live casting it, basically talking yeah. over it, but we'd be watching it. Yeah, either that or yeah. we do our own thing where we make shit up. I don't know. Whatever. Like, you know, yeah. they have the puppy bowl and the, yeah. the I don't know what the, I uh, did the SpongeBob thing cover the, the, did they have their own version of the halftime break? Oh, I don't they know. must have, right? Yeah. I would think so. Did you, <laughs> did you see any of the video from Dora the Explorer, like explaining uh, football? Oh yeah, I saw a little bit. Of that. That's pretty that, great. Yeah. yeah, that was great. He's known as a hold. That's a holding call. Let's all shout, "Holder, no holding!" <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty great. That was great. Yeah, it was a good year for '90s cartoons. I noticed it was. Yes, it totally was. Yeah, both yeah. that and that commercial with Patrick Stewart and stuff and. Yeah, football shaped head kid, whatever his name is, I can't think of his name. Anyway, that stuff was great. Anyway, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what we yeah, do next no, year. I like this. I like this idea a lot. Um, I would like. We've got a whole year to forget that we ever said this. By the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be fine. Um, I would like somebody like. I don't know. I'd, I'd go for like Metallica out there. Let's get some metal out oh, there. Oh yeah, yeah. You know we haven't. Uh, that'd be good. And some, you know, some some metal that's that is. Uh, widely appreciated by an audience as opposed to like Megadeth or Anthrax yeah. or something. But you could do like you could do would you could you do could you do a mix of like Metallica and then some like more pop metal like Def Leppard and, and Yeah. Uh, I think you could. You could do like yeah. a here's that era. Monsters of Rock, basically Monsters of Rock halftime show. Yeah. It's the pro- biggest problem with most of those bands is they are aging very quickly. Like Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you get Axl Rose on there. Yeah, damn, I'm jumping me. No, I guess it was, uh, it was, uh, who was it? It was Motley Crue. It was Vince Neil. Vince Neil, yeah. His- 
I heard him breathing more than I heard him singing. <laughs> That's right. Was I was I watching uh, Poison or Weezer? Because yeah. it certainly sounded like I was watching a Weezer on stage. Yeah, he was wheezing for sure. Pull his sweater and he'll he'll Speaking unravel. Speaking of which, though, again, yeah. Weezer, nice deep catalog, uh, big oh, uh, yeah. Um, audience, you know, wide wide audience that likes the music of Weezer. Yeah, I would do Weezer's be a great idea. Bring out Weezer the the, the pick, jackass yeah. guys to do stupid shit while they while they play. <laughs> Perfect. Because they got that song they did with them. I loved that song. It was yeah. for what was it for the three D movie or three? Anyway, yeah, like yeah. you know what? That's where we, what we need. I think that's what we're what we're mm-hmm. coming to here is the nineties need some love. Let's go. Yeah, let's get it done. Sure. Uh. Although I guess Usher is kind of '90s, right? Late '90s. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Usher is, and and you know a lot of the rap, uh, the hip hop superstars that they had a couple of years ago were '90s as well. Oh right, yeah, the Dr. Dre thing. That was re- I really like that. So maybe we need to go further back. We need uh, we need '80s. So let's get uh, we got Cheap Trick. Everybody's mm-hmm. still alive in Cheap Trick, I think, right? Yeah. Is Bunny Carlos. Yeah, Bunny Carlos still still with us. Yeah. Why not? Rick Nielsen. Hmm. Uh, How's Steely Dan Zen. doing? Can we get Steely Dan out of the grave, or are they all dead? Uh, half, half, uh, half in the bag. Unfortunately, you get Donald Fagan, but no Walter Becker. Oh, that sucks. Um, but you know, Donald Fagan, the voice of Steely Dan. But I think that's. Uh, and now it's our Sominex halftime show, <laughs> <laughs> starring Steely Dan. Everybody's yeah. fall asleep. <laughs> That's great. Uh, speaking of that, this is the reason I brought Steely Dan up. We were playing Helldivers 2 yesterday with John and Bo, and uh, the uh-huh. game was awesome. But there was a guy on our team, a rando named SD, and we just called him Steely Dan. <laughs> I just called him Steely Dan. Yep. I love it. Yeah, we're like, oh, Steely great. Dan got killed again. Can somebody bring him back up? Oh, sorry, Steely Dan. <laughs> it was great. Uh, Had a blast awesome. doing that. Um, all right, we are. Did he, did he do it again? Oh. oh, he died again. Oh, he died a lot. Well, I'm saying do it again because that was a Steely. Dan oh, that's song. a Steely Dan song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's because yeah. you're a music Jack, guy, and I don't Jack, know shit. Do it again. That's the reference there. Four people. Four people in the audience got that. Four, and they're all over eighty. Yeah, they're all they're all on pills that we don't know the names of. Um, I actually really like, with Enix. I do what, like uh, them sometimes. I can like today. I might listen to some Steely Dan. Too. I listen. I I joke around, but Steely Dan and Tina hates Steely Dan, mm. and I put Steely Dan in one of my probably my top twenty favorite groups. <laughs> really? Why yeah, she hate top, it? Maybe even top fifteen. Uh, why does she hate it so bad? Uh, she. She she's not she says she's not a fan of yacht rock. Mm. She says I don't like yacht rock. And then Toto comes on. Do do do. Can't take a lot to get me away from you. I was like, oh, I like this song. And you're a rich girl, but you got. Oh, I like that song too. And then, like you know, it's basically like like the kid who says oh, I hate this food, and they start eating. It's like, oh yeah, I actually kind of really like this. Yeah. She be, she probably likes Steely Dan's in a secret way. Just won't doesn't want to yeah. tell you. I don't think so. Mm. I don't think so. Uh. <laughs> that's great though Jay Fantastic doesn't like Steely Dan either <laughs> I, yeah, I, are, I will admit it's divisive. a yeah and it's got to be a certain I can't do it just anytime it's I have yeah. to be in the right mood for yeah, that and and you know their lyrics um they're they can be a little 
I mean, that you know, it's it's kind of the whole Randy Newman short people. Randy Newman likes short people, of course but he it's does. a character, right? It's right. like you know, you you write these songs from a character point of view. Eminem didn't really, you know, uh, put his wife in a trunk and drive into the water or anything like that, right? Um, but uh, so you know, some of their some of their lyrics of characters like um, uh, Cousin Dupree, little misogynistic, yeah. but it's a character. Yeah, Hey Nineteen, little little cringy, yeah, little cringy, bit. little bit. Yeah, kind of like this anyway. guy. He's not that cringy. He's all right. <laughs> right. It's Brian we'll Dunaway. See. Hi, Brian Dunaway. How are you? Hi, Wednesday. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. I'm going to call you Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday uh, Dunaway. Wednesday. Wednesday. He's Mundaway and Wendaway. 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 Oh, my gosh. I haven't heard that in a while. Uh, it's good to have you here, dude. I hope you're well. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Are you... Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was unconvincing, but I still think you're probably oh, doing yes. okay. Oh, yes, just remember that you're doing okay. Good. I'm glad you're. That's just, right. Yeah, I'm glad you're all right. Um, we're going to add a caller to this, and it looks like number three this week is somebody named Hellbot. Ooh. Hellbot. Yeah. Is it Hellbot? Hellbot. Hell, is it Hellbot? Or it's Hellbot. That's my favorite person to play against in uh, Unreal Tournament is Hellbot. Hellbot. Oh, Hellbot. he's the best. He's the best. Uh, let's see if this is truly him. Hi, is, is this Hellbot? Hello? Hello, Hellbot? <laughs> Speaking to Hellbot? Oh. Is Hellbot home? Hellbot? Hel- hello, hello. Oh, hi. Oh, there's there Hellbot. Go. There's the Hellbot. Yeah. Oh, I forgot how to push to talk. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> so you are Hellbot, not Hellbot, right? Yeah, you know, Discord's weird. That's an old WoW name. Oh. oh. You have different names for every different server. I'm TYDM. Yeah. Oh, okay. We've seen you in there. That's awesome. As in, thank you very much. Yeah, we know what that's about. As in, thank you very much. Scott never remembers that and always (laughs) tries to fumble and pronounce it. So it's awesome. That's right. (laughs) Oh, congratulations of TMVY. You got our show title. TVY. Yeah, I always try to pronounce it and it's never right. Tivum. Tivum. Uh, well, anyway, I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad that we get a chance to try to win you some prizes. Hey, but why don't you explain how this works and what's on the line today? Well, okay, because yes, so nicely. It's time to play the Tadpooly Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us. It's Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Your job is more important than ever because you're all you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. If your team wins, you get a prize package that includes the gunk. And the <gasps> pale beyond. Oh, steam. that you know what? The gunk is awesome. Um, cool. That's a rad no game. Yeah, it's made by those people that make the uh, uh, the uh, robot dig uh, Steam World Dig One and Two. Oh, love oh, yeah. those games. Yeah, yeah. it's really cool. It's their first like 3D game, and it. I thought it was wonderful. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Nice. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Well, those could be yours. Hey, uh, what 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 can we call you? What's a real first name of yours? Pick any of your real first names. Any of my real first names. Let's call it uh, Jacob. 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 All, All right. right. We'll call you Jacob. Jacob. All right. All right. Uh, Jacob, Scott, Brian, let's give you your topic. Uh, see you both logged in. Good. All right. We asked 455. Oh, let's uh, put your hands on your buzzards. Got to oh, oh, oh good, good. Oh, phew. Uh, I almost, almost went right past that. Uh, we asked 455 tadpoolers to tell us their answer to this. What is the best handheld... <laughs> Oh, oh. Game Boy Advance. All right. Show me Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Oh. the best handheld 
containing the words Game Boy. No, Scott, Scott got it. Uh, and I'll repeat the whole question because there are three answers that will be number four, Game Boy Advance. What is the best handheld gaming device of all time? And I will let you know that I did break things, you know, kept things broken apart. Game Boy Advance does include Game Boy Advance SP, so don't, oh, you know, okay, don't good. throw SP. Because the SP well. is the ultimate all-time best. And it is. I'm yeah, glad right, you're right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. And, All right. And those two are left together. All right. Three answers will beat Game Boy Advance. Brian, what's your guess? I'm going with the PlayStation Portable PSP. Oh, the PSP. Show me PSP. Oh, oh right down there. Kevin, not better. So Scott gets control <clears throat> of the board. He also gets Jacob as a teammate. Get control of Jacob. Um, control of Jacob. Jacob, what are you? What, how are you feeling about your uh, your handhelds? What do you What do you got there? I mean, just the classic Game Boy has got to be number one. Ah, right? it's gotta, yes. I mean, it's, it's absolutely on the list, if not number one. So I GB. agree. Let's do the GB, the original GB. All right. Show me that monochrome master of Tetris, the Game Boy. Number two. Number two. Nice. Number nice. two. Well, I'm going to guess the Nintendo DS is on here. So let's get the DS out. Let's okay. do that. Mm. Show me Nintendo dual screen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Square jobber, you know, I never really thought jobber. about what the DS stood for until if it said dual screen. I never really thought yeah. about it. It makes sense. Yeah. Now, we got a problem. We got a problem. I just realized you mentioned earlier that you lumped some stuff together like Game Boy Advance, but include the SP. That's the only on. real one that that's the only one where is like um, a lot of people put Game Boy Advance slash Advance SP. So I lumped all those together. That's the only one where you'll see that. OK, so Game Boy because Game Boy had a ton of variations. And I yes. so not not DSI then. But that's what that would be something. Separate as well. <laughs> oh, DSI right. I was lumped into DS. Actually, nobody okay, said okay. DSI. Although that's okay. a really good point. Having having internet connectivity really made the DS uh, a lot better. Yeah, I had that one. Really made good. those games of Advance Wars uh, so much more fun. Yeah, even though I downloaded them and then never got to play them later when the when they stopped supporting the store, those bastards. Um, oh, all right, let's those see. Bastards. What do we like, Jacob? I um, I mean, the reason I, Game Boy Color is a huge deal for me. I love that one, but I don't. And that's why I asked Brian the question. It sounds like that might be on the possibilities list, but what do you what do you think? Yeah, I would separate out Game Boy and Game Boy Color in the list. Okay. Forgive me, but was this Nintendo titles only or all handheld? No, any all any and handheld all handheld gaming devices of all time. I mean, the Steam Deck's got to be on there late. Oh, oh yeah, shit. Yeah, I spent two hours on that thing last night. Of course, it should be. Let's put it on there. <laughs> all right, show me Steam Deck. Yeah. Number three. Look yeah. at that. Yes. Yeah. Look at yeah. it. Look, Look at, at it. Gaze upon it. I so, felt a strike, but I was wrong. Yeah, you yeah. you suck. That's what that so is. So let's, let's, <laughs> let's find out how much uh, influence Scott Johnson and Brian Dunaway have from their Play Retro show. And can <laughs> we see if that RG35 double X? Ooh, that's a good one. I yeah. love that thing. Yeah, I do too. The Ambernick. Big fan. Yeah. Let's do it. All let's right. try it. Show me, show me the Ambernick. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> very high on the list, though. Number thirteen really? was the Ambernick RG wow. thirty-five XX. I think that does put some influence to, on the community. Wow! Got, I mean, I bought one because you. Know, I bought the the little transparent purple one. That's right. Yeah. Like, like, and subscribe, everybody. We are influencers now. Well That's done. Right. Well, Dunaway, it's in your car. All right, Dunaway, you've got control. You've got controller. All right, all right, all right. Let's go for one of the longest running, highest selling. Uh, how about the Switch? Show, sure. Show me the Nintendo Switch. 
Number one. There yeah, it number is. One. By the way, played a lot of Bal Toro or whatever it's called. Balatro. Balatro, whatever it is. Balatro. Yeah, yeah. Played a lot of that yesterday. I will tell you, on the Nintendo Switch, yeah. Uh, they need to they need to come out with a 2.0 of that game that increases the effing size of the text. Mm, it is like yeah. the their typical text size is three by two pixel letters, and it's like I'm I'm picking up my my readers, my old man readers, yeah. trying to read this. thing. It's very very tight on the on the tooltips, especially for like it what is. a card does or changes the jo- oh the jokers. God, but the, it's a great game. Excellent. The game is amazing. That's what I was playing last yes. night on my Steam Deck. It's so good. It is so good. Yep. Oh my so, gosh. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, Dunaway, you keep going, I guess, Mister Switchhead. Yeah. Come on. What, all right. Then I'm gonna got? go with the Game Boy Color. Oh, we'll take you. Steal. Brian Dunaway with the steal. Show me Game Boy Color. Yes, good points. And Brian moves to the front. Number eight on the list. So right now, uh, score is 16 to 15. Brian Dunaway leading. Mm. I would call that Uh, a headshot. Three (laughs) Three answers still on the board. Plenty of points. Number five, number nine, and number ten have not been exposed. Multi-kill. Oh, exposed. Oh, nice. I am going to go. I'm going to go with. uh, (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with the the device that I'm currently working on, trying to get working. I'm doing a recap kit on it. It's a real battery sucker. I'm gonna go with the Sega Game Gear. Give yeah, Game, give uh, give the Sega a little love here. Yeah. Come on. Sega. Give, cool. give, uh, all right. Give it some love and about 15 batteries. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Show me the Sega a Game Gear. Oh, you oh. son of a. Uh, also really high on the list, number 11, like just outside oh, the top 10. Man. The Sega Game Gear. All right. Yep. This tells me. That the 3DS is probably on here. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Let's go 3DS. That was my next suggestion. I didn't think of that. That's really good. Smart. All right. Show me the Nintendo 3DS. Nice. Number nine. Did you lump in the 2DS with that? Can you tell us that, or is that a secret? Uh, Nobody said the 2DS, so I didn't have to. Wow. Okay. Okay. I I like the 2DS. I sure, just, that that, nobody likes it better than nobody says it's the best hand gaming device of all time. That's but true. Why would still they? I disagree. The 2DS XL, the new version, yeah. is hot. It's fire. It's hot, it. But would you call it the greatest handheld gaming device of all time? Consi- uh, uh, just you as know. much no, you as wouldn't. I would call the Game Boy the greatest handheld device. You, you no, would put it in. You put it in the top ten, is what you're saying. Game Game Boy is not the best yeah. the original it is the original and highly yeah. influential yeah of course the yeah. best i would agree yeah like you're asking me to pick up any one of these that are on the board here and play with yeah. it uh game boy would be probably of the ones we've exposed the last one i would yeah get. i would last. do it i would only get it because i want to collect it and that's it i yes. don't want to play yeah, right. it yeah right um all right how we feel about i mean the vita might be on here Mm-hmm. PlayStation mm-hmm. Vita. Vita. I, I like the Vita. I like the Vita. Yeah, that's probably better than what my next guess is. Let's do let's do Vita. We'll try Vita. Oh, did, did someone say PlayStation us, Vita? Oh, do you have your Vita? Give us the oh. Vita. Nice. Oh, nice Vita. Yeah, nice Vita you got there, man. Thank you. That's my. I'm proud of my Vita. Yeah. Uh, show me. <laughs> I'd like to show everybody my Vita. <laughs> <laughs> show me the the PS Vita. Oh, come oh. on! Yeah, even though I have one, uh, oh, number 14 my. on the list. It's popular, but not... Uh, I love uh, my 
Yeah, I also, loved it. They didn't support it very well, but I loved it. My 3DS right here, a 3DS XL. Yeah, nice. The XL was awesome. I have that same red yeah. one. Yeah, exact same one. Yeah, I mean it's a sweet, sweet color. Yeah, the Mario color, you know. That's right. Exactly. All right, done away. You got two two holes to fill, buddy. Uh, well, I, what I'm really confused about is, uh, you know, number ten missing is no big surprise. There's probably tons and tons of obscure shit we're not thinking of. But number five, I, I'm number five. I know. I'm exactly, kind of right? confused at what might what's left out of this list. Yeah. Um, that would be. Hmm. <clears throat> All right, then I'm going to just have to say people have weird love for it. I don't know why. I've never owned one, but people love that Atari Lynx. Mm, I don't, know, I don't no. know why. I don't either. That, you know what? That, like that screen was like postage stamp size. It was horrible. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. But I, I kind of uh, liked it. I liked mine. It was all right. I'm going right. to, yeah. I'm, yeah, let's, let's, go with, let's go with the Atari. Okay. Lynx. All right. Show me the Lynx. Uh, number 18 on the list. It actually did get some yeah. love, uh, but it was it's tied for 18th with every other thing that just got one vote. So Interesting. Starting yeah. to think there might be something on here where it's very Tad Pooley, ha-ha, tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> and by a lot of people, like like fifth place, a lot of people, like more yeah. than 30. Yeah. Yeah. I have a couple of real dumb ideas. So one, I had the biggest battery sucker of all when I was a kid. It was yeah. the Turbo <laughs> Graphics 16. Oh yeah, the Turbo oh, Graphics handheld. Yes. Yeah, like dude. Eight thousand double A's. My dad hated it. <laughs> yeah, that thing sucked, and I don't think it had a good way to um, plug it in easily. You had to. It was, it was horrendous. Yeah, it was bad. And top heavy. Um, um, what was your other one? Those like. Those old Tiger games, the like one oh, yeah. oh, that's a good answer. Like, that be on like like I mean, a whole bunch like, of Tiger games all together. They're, they're hand, yeah, they're handhelds. That are the 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 Nintendo Watch and what's, what were they called? Oh, the Game and Watch. Game and oh, watch. why am I telling you? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm wondering which would be a bigger one. Let's do the Game and Watch. I think probably right. <sighs> Shit. You know what? Let's do Game and Watch. I think people are very fond of those. I hated them, but I think people have love for that. Yeah, that's like, you know, kind of on the the same line as Game Boy, right? Like, oh, yeah, influential. Like, it was a thing we had, but. uh, Yeah. Yeah. There were kids uh, like 10 years younger than us, and I would say, and they were like loving that. I'd go, we had ColecoVision football. We know what little blinking lights do. (laughs) Exactly. This isn't a big deal, but anyway, let's do it. All right. Show me Game & Watch. Oh, oh interesting. Brian with a, a last chance to steal. By the way, Game & Watch was uh, number 15. So oh, nice. it did get some love, All but right. uh, not, yeah, not, any, number... not any love that mattered, unfortunately. No. If I, get, if I hit number 10 um, and then yeah. don't get the last one, you get I no know. game. Steal, Ooh. You, you pull, mm. that's right, you pull the, <laughs> you, you pull, um, what is it, the, the gunk and the pale beyond right out of Jacob's right. hands. Just yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see what happens, Jacob. Here, let's see. I have, um, oh my, there's just it's got to be one we're not thinking of. But the only thing I can think of is the one I keep in my bag, is the one I played a lot on the school bus, which was that uh, was it was Mattel, right? Mattel made the football. When we made the the basketball one and the football one. Well, that was a Coleco um, thing, right? Or maybe was that it was, Coleco? I, don't I think the Coleco made one too, but I thought that was Mattel that made that one. You the, might be the right. Green. The football, the green football one, was ubiquitous. Everybody I knew had yeah. that thing. Yeah, I loved it, but it's old, man. Like pretty old. <laughs> it's very old. So I don't know mm-hmm. how many of the 
the kids in our chat are going to have any. Well, I don't want to help you. You do what you do. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Scott are so helpful that we realize we're playing a game. Oh, screw you. I mean, <laughs> your own. I'm not going to retract that from the record. I want you to be influenced. Right. You know, how about the um, uh, uh, ooh, the Nokia Engage? No, I'm going to go no. with um, <laughs> side. What was it? Side talking. Side talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. It looked like yeah. a taco. It was stupid. Oh Jesus! I don't know, man. I the the the, the Rog Ally. I'm going with the Rog Ally. That's oh. my final answer. The Rog the, Ally. The, Rachel, the right. ally. Let's, let's show go. me the rug allies. <laughs> oh. yeah, it's a way to fall on your sword. Nicely done. Yeah, can yeah, I guess? Yeah. Can I guess one more? Just guess. Sure. Okay. Sure. The only the only thing I can think of is that you that we did not talk about the um, this is the trolley answer I think, but the nomad, the Sega nomad. Oh yeah, the Sega. So they didn't put the Game Gear on there, but they went all in on the nomad. Yeah, yeah. the nomad yeah. was number seventeen on the list. Oh, surprisingly. Yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay, that's so why I didn't say the nomad. Yeah. I'm completely uh, lost on these two. There's no way. I would bet. A of people that, in chat are saying iPhone, and obviously. oh, that's oh, interesting. Yeah, uh, like the first like the iPod. I would guess that that's it's smart. A game, something you've played a game on in the last two or three days, if not the last 24 Jesus. hours. Probably yeah. the most profit phone handheld. Oh, you buttholes! That's right, the smartphone. You buttholes. Holy cow! So glad because this one has snatched uh, the victory oh, no. for you, Brian. Oh no! Number ten is Dad Mattel coming. electronic football. <laughs> Scott taught me out of it too because he's like, "Oh, so that's glad. so old, Brian. No one would say that. Don't embarrass yourself, Brian." Yeah, yeah I didn't. Uh, that's why we abstained from saying no. It wasn't I mean, Coleco had one, but Mattel was the big one that everybody like yeah. the one with the the little oval on top, beige. Yes. It was shaped like a little stadium, kind of. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yep. Yeah, that game, dude. It, wasn't, it was barely uh, a game. It was just memorize where these lights go. That's right, exactly. Oh, I know how. I know the dash patterns uh, to get to get through this game. <laughs> yeah. Here's uh, some other ones. Uh, Coleco Baseball did make the list. Uh, deck of cards and dice. Oh, oh you, nice. You guys those are, are hands. Those are handheld. Those I are handheld. Uh, penis also made the list. Uh, handheld <laughs> gaming here. device. Mattel. A uh, Mattel Battlestar. Star Galactica Space Alert from 1978. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Neo Geo Pocket. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. The uh, the analog making. A, I was gonna. I got yeah. mine on my desk, and I didn't think enough people would have had it. But the analog. Is that the one? That's the one. With the wheel, right? The little crank. No, that's no, no, no. This analog that's, pocket is yeah. a, oh, right, it's a right. no, it's an FPGA type emulation. So it's like real hardware. You can put real carts in the back of it. We got Pokemon Gold in the back of mine right now. And yeah. then playing the Lion King yeah. for this week's. So when uh, you're Brian, show. the one you're thinking about is a play date with the crank on it. Play date. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I do want one of those. You're thinking of the penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Think of the penis with the crank on it. Uh <laughs> Tiger Handheld Double Dragon, Turbo Graphics, yeah. Turbo Express, uh yes. water ring toss. You know those like oh, push, get a little, push push a little, little squeezy jets. buttons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I hate those things. Yeah. Uh, Wildfire and Merlin both made it in the list here. Uh, somebody said your mom and uh, finally uh, boobs. Oh, uh, boobs. Boobs. Uh, hopefully not with your so, mom. So, yeah. so Tadpool, yeah. again, you don't disappoint. And uh, no. I'm, I'm giving, I'm basically making it so that you fools will keep putting these stupid answers in here <laughs> and uh, re- destroy the credence and the, the, the true nature of this I'm game. I'm surprised nobody put the Wonder Swan in there. Those are highly regarded. Yeah, those are 
Especially yeah. overseas. No, no mention even at all of the Wonder Swan. I don't even know what that is. It's a Japanese handheld thing. Yeah. It was very popular in Japan. They never really made it here, but and I okay. thought I thought somebody was going to be a jokester and say Tamagotchi, but I'm glad they didn't. That's good. Oh, I mean, it's, it's it, it would have fit on here as much as any a lot of these other ones. So yeah. that's true. Yeah, I, would, I think you would like the Wonder Swan. It's a it's a Bandai. Yeah, Namco product. Bandai. And I've, I've oh. yeah, I've, I've I've been on a couple of them on eBay before and haven't won one yet. But, uh, Back in the day, they were good. you had you had Wonder Swan stands that would just were they were relentlessly trying to convince everybody really? those were the best yeah. things in the world. Yeah, yeah. I gotta look this thing up. Wonder they look Swan. pretty cool, and you can and oh, it's actually yeah. yeah they they actually have interfacing now. They got some new updates and stuff, and you can use the, what's called the Proto Web, and you can get online with it. Yep. It's a it's a neat little tool. It's yeah. interesting. So you play it. So they've got the double joystick. So you play it. Uh, you don't play it on its side, then you play it. You turn it like you a can. smartphone. You can, can? Okay. yeah. yeah. You oh, can. gotcha. You can play games that way. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, they basically made it so it had um, dual. You know, you could flip screens, and so yeah. if you wanted to play Pac-Man like a proper Pac-Man, it it offered that as a it's a vert. Yeah, yeah, yeah vert. But it was single double A <laughs> battery. That's unheard of. I guess it is. Uh, uh, it is black and white screens. So. Yeah, they had a color as well. I don't know how many batteries that took, but the oh, Wonder, Swan, Wonder Swan color. Yeah. It wasn't too bad. I think you had two double A's, I think. That's what yeah. I was bidding on was a color one. It's, just like the, it's like the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. It's great and all, but if you're going to get something like that, go with the color version. Yeah. yeah. It was a weird little device. Just never really got, it never hit here. I don't think we ever mm-hmm. even released it here. I think that was just Japan, maybe. Maybe it was here? Yeah. I don't know. That, as far as I remember, that is yeah. accurate. Uh, well, there you go. Do well, you know what this regardless. means? Here's the good news right here. Congratulations. You're a winner, and that means that these games that Brian talked about will be yours shortly if they aren't already. Oh, already? He's already playing them. He's already He's downloaded, downloaded them. He's, <laughs> yeah. He's playing Thanks, them. guys. That's My amazing. kids can eat this week. Oh, good. Oh, Fantastic. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Uh, take take it easy. Games. It was good to have you here, Jacob. Slash Jacob. Wizard, Wizard Waz. Awesome. Uh, Dunaway, look, it's Wednesday. That means we're awful. Thank you. We should have said thank you very much for being here. Yeah. Y'all. Uh, but thank you for being here, too. And also, uh, yeah. Friday, we're doing a bit of the old uh, uh, the old play retro. Every, everybody, yeah, everybody's favorite rental, uh, the Lion King. Mm-hmm. That's right. Disney's Lion King, where, where Disney said, uh-uh, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. And they they tried to stop us from renting games by making them super difficult. Yep. In level oh. two, yep. yeah. Level two has was designed so that you could not finish that game and had to return it before the rental window. Yeah, closed. not a weekend. Not so going to finish in a weekend, yep. my friend. So not you'd have to come out. back later and rent it again. It was really quite a scheme, and it pisses me off to this day. So we're going to talk about yeah. that. Yeah. Pretty lame. Uh, what they were trying to pull Pretty lame, off. Disney. Yeah, kind of a cool game though. The game's good and holds up. But oh, it's it's a great little platformer. Uh, get to play as is uh, Simba. Oh, we, we we should try to name the characters like y'all like that little video y'all been passing around from the Lion King. Uh, oh, oh, with our Pumbaa, uh, all that. Yeah, Pumbaa, yeah. Simba. I don't want to get in that discussion. I think if I see them, so if funny. I if I actually see them, I have no problem naming them. It's yeah. when I yeah. It's when I try to separate all that shit in my mind that I get all confused. Rafiki. Yeah, right, Rafiki. He was the monkey. Um, <laughs> anyway, so that's what we're doing, and it'll be one uh, thirty p.m. Mountain Time on Friday. Please tune in, everybody, because we have a great time on that show, and we'd love to have you there. Yes, Brian Dunaway, kiss our butt. I know you. All right, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Uh, that's it for that. It is time cool. for a little bit of news, not a ton, but enough. So here we go. 
Oh, look, it's the news, and it's brought to you by... Brought to you by the 3 a.m. revving engine again, but this time with a slight change. Scott, what happened? He farted before he started the car. Really? And I heard like, it. Yeah, I woke up. Here's what woke like me up. Like a really loud fart. Well, I heard the door first. That's what woke me up. So I hear bang. Okay. And I go, oh, here he goes again. He's about to start that car. And then I hear, before he gets in the car and shuts it, I hear, Fart. and then he got in the car and started it. And then the whole pattern, as usual, happened. But I got to hear a little yes, fart, a little morning nice. fart. Well, you know, you don't want to do that in the cab of mm. the truck. You want to make sure that stuff stays outside. That's right. Why do you want to, you don't want to, what do, you, what do they call that? Shake, not shake and bake. What do they call you that? You don't want to, uh, Dutch oven. Dutch your, oven. Your there it is. Yeah. <laughs> shake and bake. What the frick? Shake and bake. <laughs> Uh, you can do shake and bake in the Dutch oven, though. Good that's true, go. probably, right? You can cook sure. anything in sure. there. Oh, man, Dutch oven, like um, uh, a peach cobbler in a Dutch oven. Oh, yeah. Dude. That sounds good. Or yeah. meatballs in there, anything, whatever. Meatballs, yeah, sure. The, the Dutch knew what was up. <laughs> uh, let's look at this here deal. Uh, Delta flight forced to turn back after maggots fell on passengers from the overhead compartment. Good Lord. Was Kiefer Sutherland somewhere going, how do you like those maggots passengers? I hope so. He was the pi- uh, fi- pilot? Pilot. <laughs> he was the pilot. Uh, uh, how do you like those uh, maggots, Michael? <laughs> yeah. They're Chinese noodles, Michael. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing, buddy? Uh, Delta flight was recently forced to turn around after this thing happened. Uh, these maggots fell from the overhead compartment, and this was in only in the economy seats. Of course, first class of course. didn't have to deal with yeah. any maggots. <laughs> of course. <clears throat> flight on Tuesday, the 13th of February, was transporting travelers from Amsterdam to Detroit, Michigan, when a passenger suitcase containing rotting fish Jesus. was in the overhead bin and opened up, resulting in maggots falling onto passengers. After the plane landed, all passengers are instructed to deboard the aircraft and the suitcase containing the fish was placed in a bag and destroyed. Uh, the plane itself was also deeply, deeply cleaned, they say. Deeply cleaned. Uh, how, how, was the, uh, <clears throat> how was the rotting fish not caught in security? Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Awful. If there's, if there's enough gap that maggots can get out of the suitcase and fall on people, there's enough of a gap for the smell of rotting fish to be caught before this person gets on plane yeah or plane, scanned right? at the very least you took it through yeah, tsa scanned, exactly yeah or whatever amsterdam does for tsa i assume it's similar um Jeez. yeah that's gross uh they were let's see a person named kelsey ended up on uh, twitter to comment on their experience uh wrote this quote really lovely to be in two hours and eight uh, sorry be in to be two hours into an eight hour flight Delta to Amsterdam to find that there is rotting fish and maggots hitching a ride with us, unquote. Ugh. He uh, revealed the staff, uh, the Delta staff, had identified the owner of the rotting suitcase and detained them on the plane after the rest of the travelers left. So I don't know if anything comes to that. You don't get arrested for this sort of thing. Maybe you do. Jeez. Yeah. I don't know. What's going on, you Detroit? Should. Why yeah. this guy from Detroit bringing home f- dirty fish? It's gross. It's gross. Okay. Uh, here's another kind of gross one. Although some people are into this. Uh, there's an Ohio funeral home that will preserve your tattoos when you die. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, all right. So this little stretched out leather thing that you can give your family. Yeah. Like that Doctor Who thing that's all stretched out exactly. on that board. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. It says, uh, save my tattoo when I die. That's the quote from Matthew Burleson's final question, a request to his sister, Cindy, from the hospital bed in the intensive care unit last April. One night he asked me. He said, I want one of my tattoos saved. And I was like, okay. She said with a laugh. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, it says here that she didn't know if it was possible. He'd never know. He'd never know if you didn't honor his last request. That's right. There's a place called Save My Ink Forever, a Northeast Ohio-based company stationed out uh, of a funeral home in Northfield. And they say they, they, uh, they're the only company in the world offering post-mortem tattoo preservation. They remove the skin, they preserve it, and then they frame it for the family. And there's some photos of this that I'm now going to share. Oh, jeez. And it puts the lotion on the skin. Yeah, why, why when I look at this guy, is it the guy that I absolutely would expect that would have this company? <laughs> I don't know why. He's a, is it, he looks like a... Um, oh, sorry, Like Jeff. he's Amish yeah. or something. He looks like an yeah. Amish guy, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, time for milking. Time for peeling. I don't know what he does. That's right. Oh, this is so... So there you go. Look at that. That's somebody's that's, arm. That's, that's just somebody's... a chunk of skin. Yeah. If you go down here, uh, there's a close-up uh, of it. Yeah, that's your skin. Oh, really? Let me see. Do I want to see the close-up? It's just a little tighter Jeez. shot. There's the uh, dog and the free bird. Uh, I mean, they're beautiful works of art. Maybe, I don't know, a photograph <laughs> <laughs> would be just as good. Yeah, I don't want this on the wall. And a little Sorry. less silence of the Lambsy. Yeah. I'm not putting it on my wall, ever. Kim's got her whole, like, uh, she she tattooed her... Uh, jambalaya recipe down her arm so it's got <laughs> did she really yeah. so from here it's, it starts with onions goes all the way down to shrimp yeah. or something and they're all just little <laughs> icons for each item oh that's great yeah oh it's my really gosh. cool and so oh, i would hate to have that be lost the time <laughs> but we'll just take photos of it we don't need yeah yeah oh my god that's awesome uh i mean i'm looking at these none of them are ones i'd really say are worth saving <laughs> Yeah, the one, the Freebird one. I mean, was yeah. that a was that a bad choice during a concert was, or something? Like, exactly, it was like uh, done freehand, <laughs> Freebird, yeah. and uh, and that fox looks like trash. Oh, jeez, the dog looks okay, but also the why? dog looks okay, but the dog looks very angry. Yeah, wouldn't want. This is for a certain kind of person. It ain't us. Yeah, I guess so. You know what? If this if this makes somebody happy, uh, power to them. Sure. Uh, yep, more power. I'd even say. Yeah, I will say that, um, uh, you know, if something, God forbid, were to happen to Tina and I had to put her and, and save her tattoo and like frame it put on the wall, the irony is that it says survivor. Mm, there you go. And that kind of. <laughs> kind of, yeah, there's some, I like yeah. that though. That's irony. There's a in little, a, yeah. So I don't think, I don't think I'll be signing up for their services. I mean, people who are confused, you just say, oh, she loved the band. You know, she's really into survivor. <laughs> she really, she really liked Eye of the Tiger and the reality competition show. She was a big fan and yeah. the Chuck Palahniuk book. Uh, she liked all three of those. things. All three of those things. Lot. Everything with the word survivor in it. She was into everything with the word survivor in it. Yeah. Uh, except anything that uh, Steely Dan made. All right, we're gonna make a. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna take a break. When we come back, Tom Merritt will be here talking some tech, and uh, we'll also have some recommendals. So stick around. Brian, play us yeah. a song, why don't you, in the middle of it? Uh, well, we haven't any pop in a while. We're all thirsty for a little bit of pop. <laughs> sure. We call it soda, uh, but that's fine. Yeah. That's right. Um, this is a singer named Ke uh, Casey Fifield. Or Fifield? Fifield? Fifield. Let's say Fifield. Sure. F-I-F-I-E-L-D. It's like field with F-I at the beginning. Whoa. So why wouldn't I just pronounce it Fifield? Uh, here's Casey Fifield. A little bit of uh, fun pop here for you called Never Reply. What does it mean? You'll have to listen to the lyrics. <laughs> Can't say the truth, cause I'd wish you away 
If it's the biggest thing to hit the fashion industry since hot pants, we need 300 more blue scrubs. I just want chicken nuggets. And we're back. Who was that again? That is uh, Casey Fifield and a brand new song called uh, Never Reply. This is coming from her forthcoming EP, Nostalgia Haunts Me, uh, blending light and beachy vibes that contrast stunningly with a hauntingly optimistic tone. Oh, well, all right then. Casey Fifield. I have officially been convinced. Or Fifield. Fifield. <laughs> Fifield. New York City. New York City. New York City, get a rope. All right, time for this. We want Tom. Yeah, we do. It's Tom Merritt, everybody. Ace Detect on Twitter and all those other kind of social services. And you know what he does? He comes on here and talks about technology because it's the Daily Tech News Show you should be tuning into on a daily basis. Tom, welcome back to the show. And you're muted. Well, this <laughs> is the way. It is the way. Thank you for having me, Scott and Brian. You're welcome. (laughs) Thanks for being here. Just as good delayed as it was when it was fresh. Don't worry about it. 
Here, I'll Thank it. you for having me, Scott and Brian. <laughs> there you go again. <laughs> it's the entire the entirety of today's sub, uh, subject. Uh, speaking of subjects, like Tom, t- I am Groot. I'll just respond. With, it's your I am Groot. Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah. Speaking of Groots and, and and things that you have to plug in, I don't know what that means. Let's talk about technology. Is there anything going on right now that any of us should be worried about or concerned with, or you know? Nope, nope. Everything's fine. Back Great. to you, Scott. Great. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. Uh, All good in the world <laughs> today. Uh, yeah, uh, there, there's a lot, obviously, uh, and and we will fill daily tech news show with it. Uh, but hey, one one thing, I don't know if we'll end up talking about this on the show today or not. Uh, I had it in my Substack newsletter earlier this week. Uh, a lot of folks are making a big deal out of the fact that Apple specifically added don't put your phone in rice if it gets wet to its support document. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah really? This was all over the place. Like, don't do it. Yeah. It's a trap. Yeah. And, and I think they changed the support document maybe a week ago. Uh, some folks noticed it over the weekend. And then today, for some reason, like the BBC has it. Now, everybody has suddenly picked it up. Um but this this is actually something that that people have said for a long time is that the rice trick doesn't really work with phones. Mm. Uh, rice can absorb water, but it absorbs small amounts of water over a long period of time, and so it's it's not effective enough to really dry out your phone. And uh, one of the reasons for that is because phones are so good at locking things up that they just can't get the water out. So you're more at risk of having small pieces of rice get into your ports and stuff and damaging your phone than you are of actually buying out your phone. Do you have, is sure. there, did they offer an alternative or anything? Say like silica gel or yeah, any Yeah, use those little silica gel packets. You know? <laughs> same, same thing. Like it's probably not going to work, but at least those are usually packaged up so they won't get into your ports. So you're not going to yeah. yeah. risk any damage. Mm. No, they say uh, these days that the best thing you can do is kind of tap it uh, you know, try to try to knock the water out of the ports because mm. uh, if there is any water that got in, it probably didn't get far because of the way that these things are, are sealed up these days. Uh, and, you know, if you have any hope of recovering it, that's the best hope is is doing some things like that. Leave it somewhere dry with lots of airflow is yeah. another uh, tip. So that, so, you know, that uh, the dry wind, <laughs> wind is probably overstating it, but, you know, the dry air, <laughs> moving air will will take away moisture. Right. Uh, don't use I'll, a hairdryer, though. Say, <laughs> use an external heat source like a hairdryer uh, yeah. or put it on the radiator. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. 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 Or a sun. Um, don't put it in the sun either. I wouldn't do that. It's one of those things where like, yeah, but I want to dry it out fast. I need my phone back and people panic. Um and and the fact of the matter is, if it's gonna dry, it's just gonna dry naturally. So you want to you want to put it in a place where it's it's gonna dry naturally faster with a little airflow, but but not try to accelerate the process in a way that's gonna damage the phone. Um, so yeah, it's it's and then they're like, just try plugging it in again after after it's sat for a while. Sometimes the act of plugging it in will will clear uh, the water out as well. Uh, and again, phones these days, I mean, it depends on how old your phone is, I guess, but but phones these days are, you know, you can dump them water for 30 minutes uh, up to six meters and, and all of that. So right. you're not running into this being as much of a problem as it was back in, you know, 2011 when I sat at the edge of my pool with my phone in my pocket. <laughs> have you, I was going to ask you, have you ever dropped your phone into a significant body of water and had any concerns yeah. about it? That yeah. was the, that was the, the, the one time that I, I just totally ruined a phone. I, uh, I had the phone and uh, we were having a, 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 a thing at our, our house. I don't remember what it was, but a bunch of people had come over to our house when we lived in San Rafael 
uh, and we were renting a place with a pool, uh, and I had my phone in my in my swimming trunks pocket, uh, and then I went and I just sat on the edge of the pool next to somebody and was talking to them, not realizing that you know my my phone was just right under the surface of the water the entire time. Oh, oh that shoot. sucks. That sucks. And that would have been like an oh, iPhone no. four. Five, five, I think. Maybe. Yeah. I think it was the five, maybe. Yeah, yeah, those those weren't super watertight yet. They hadn't gotten there. No. You could splash them, but you couldn't dunk them. Yeah. That's and true. I put mine in rice and it didn't do anything. Of course so, not. But you had a lovely curry later that afternoon with that rice. I did. Right? I had a I, I had a <laughs> iPhone curry. iPhone <laughs> curry. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Well, uh, the, the, these sort of, <laughs> these are the sorts of things you can count on as being part of the big uh, thing known as the Daily Tech News Show. And today there'll be one. Sadly, I won't be there today. Usually I am on Wednesdays, but I'll be having a crown put on. Ooh, that's right. A coronation. Yeah, a real corner. Yeah, that's. I guess that's one very positive way of spinning it. Yeah, but, uh, that's how I. That's how I would. Will, talk. will your uh, dentist be played by Olivia Coleman or uh, uh, Elizabeth Fay or uh, that original girl? What was her name? Um, Fay. Not it was uh, not Fay. Foy. Claire Foy. Claire Foy. Yeah. That's who I want. Claire Foy. Yeah. Yes. Let's do that. Or you know what? I'll take uh, who played the Queen in the Queen. Um, uh, Judy Dench. No, the other one. Judy oh, Kate Blanchett. No, Kate the other Blanchett? one. That was an no, old. She's yeah, old. She, she's old like Judy yeah. Dench. Uh, help me. We know Helen her. Mirren. Helen Mirren. That's who I want Helen to be the queen. Helen Mirren, classic. Yeah, she, no, she can take right. care of my crown. There you go. Uh, well, that's great. People should tune in. Tom, is there anything else going on that you'd like to tell fine folks about? Uh, not after that image. No. No. <laughs> I am uh, I am working on my Substack newsletter right now. Some of the stuff will end up at Daily Tech News Show, but but as I always explain, Daily Tech News Show is a chance for Sarah and I and and Scott and and others to kind of share our perspectives on things and 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 help the audience understand uh, things. My Substack newsletter is me just talking to you about my perspective on things. Now they're not always all that different, but you'll get more of just what I think. Uh, and my opinions on a rundown of the news of the day uh, at freetechnewsletter.com. It's free once a week on Thursdays. Uh, or if you want to, you know, shove a little coin my way, uh, I do it every day uh, for for the paying subscribers. And I'm working on the paid one right now. Uh, Apple upgrading its iMessage encryption for quantum computers uh, to, to keep the encryption solid. Uh, Google open sourcing some models. ChatGPT lost its mind overnight. All that's going to be in there. Ooh, nice. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. That was so weird. All right. Uh, ch- yeah, check that out, everybody. It's Tom Merritt. We'll talk to you soon. Bye now. Thanks. All that sound he gets behind him. I know. We got we to gotta talk to him. Like, can you talk to him this afternoon? Just say uh, we'll do some tests. Well, I'll be I'll be at here. the dentist, but I will I, I will know. bring it up, uh, and I'll just say because you know what's weird is we have a Discord call, uh, planning Discord call every week for yeah. DTNS yeah. that he does every day, and we don't get it in there at all. That's weird because it's over the same. Everything is the same. As far so as I know, using, he must be using something different, like a different. Uh, yeah, it just feels like a gain yeah. thing. Like something's gain. Some gain things off. Like, or yeah, or something causing interference or something. Yeah, it's Oof. really weird. Oof, I say the way the way it creeps up makes me think it's a like. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Oh, I see what you're saying about the game. Yeah, yeah. really weird. Anyway, we'll figure it out. Uh, that is going to do it for that. Let's get uh, let's get Nicole in here. Randy is in a meeting, so he will not yes. be with us today. Um, but Nicole will. 
just three recommendals today. That's right. And one of them is a little less visual. <laughs> than well, it's, vis- it's very visual. That's true. You so- have to read it. You have to you have to use your eyeballs. Exactly. That's true. I guess That's you could right. listen to it, but uh, but anyway, we're going to do that now. And if we had the right thing up, here we well, go. Well, what do you recommend? Uh, look at that. We got Nicole here. Hi, Nicole. How are you? <laughs> it's Nicole. Hey, I'm sorry I sent you guys Girl Scout cookie emails, but Ava got a badge for the emails that I sent. Oh, 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 no worries. Yeah, I don't know if I did. I no get worries. it. Maybe I didn't get it. I don't know if I did get it. Actually, I sent it to that. Kim. I think I sent it. No, did I send? I thought oh. I sent it to both of you. If you sent it to I Kim, she did. I, I haven't checked email yet this morning, so <laughs> yeah. no, that's awesome. It's going around. I'm noticing everybody's yeah. got the got yeah. the stuff now. There were some uh, there were some Girl Scouts at trivia last night, so we bought a few boxes oh, there. Oh, that's and, awesome! Uh, sm- smart smart girls because it's held at this at this uh, dining hall. You know, like one of these places that's got six different restaurants, uh, upscale food court, and uh, it's like perfect time to sell. To scale, uh, sell Girl Scout cookies. You're the yeah. one that first told me that <clears throat> those places existed, and we st- st- uh, still love going to the one downtown. The mm-hmm. the uh, what do you call it again? What's it called again? Dining hall. Dining hall. Dining hall. Yeah. It's just such a nice. We have step one of up. those here in St. Louis too. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I like them. I wish there were more. There's, there's probably six within a five mile radius. So like that, I can I can be at six different dining halls in five minutes from where I'm at right now. Do you have a favorite? Like one you'd prefer over the other? Uh, yeah, the one that we went to last night that has mm. trivia. Is, it's called uh, Freedom Street Social because the person's mom that opened it up uh, grew up on a on a street called Freedom Street, and she always had everybody over and cooked for everybody. And uh, so it's the Freedom Street Social, and it's got a great taco place. Oh, it's got a guy who was on... Chopped, an Argentinian guy who makes the best bison burger, the best burger I've ever had. Mm. But it's twenty four dollars. Mm. I did have one last. Oh, twenty four so, bucks. Twenty four dollars. Wow. But my God, it is the best burger I've ever had. All right, mm. I would try it once. That sounds all right. Bacon jam on it, and uh, God, I can't eat anything right now. Really? I'm doing a. I'm doing fast a sugar. Mm. It's not a fast. Um, in trying to get rid of my tics, I I oh. finally went to a functional medicine doctor, and I'm being treated for an overgrowth of candida. Have you ever heard of this? No. Apparently, no. when your immune system gets out of whack and you've had a lot of antibiotics, you can have this weird overgrowth in your intestines. And, and so now I'm sugar free, which I cannot believe I'm sugar free, which is oh, that's great, good for you, mind blowing, mm. and yeast free. And everything has yeast and sugar in it. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But everything. my ticks have gone down like 75%. Really? That's good. Yeah. That's oh, great. That's great. Wow. I, candida overgrowth? Candida. Yeah. Can, it, it's SIBO. S-I-B-O is usually mm. the condition. Mm. Um, and it's different for everybody, but it's working for me. So mm-hmm. I take a... Good. Yeah, for me and Mateo, both are are doing this, which is crazy because he's the pickiest eater I've ever known, and he is sticking to this diet. That's so. great. It's a lot easier to do it now than it would have been you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago just because there are so many great sugar-free options that still yes. are really good. Monk, like, monk fruit is yeah. the best. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. my savior yeah. in all of yeah. this. I love it. Do you get the do you get the Lang uh, what's the brand? Lang uh, shit. Anyway, they're Yeah, it's like lacto Lang, Lang, Lang Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Whatever it is. They're here in uh they're here in Provo. They have their their oh, really? headquarters here. Yeah, they're super nice yeah. too. I think one of the somebody over there listens and sent us some bags. 
Maybe oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I love monk fruit. They're real, it's <laughs> really good. Everything monk fruit now. Yeah, monk fruit rules. A um, little hard to yeah. bake with, so anyway. but anyway. Uh, all right. Oh, well, let's get to it. Sorry, we got some recommendations. into my medical drama. No, no, that's all right. We it's all right. Like I like having every every segment we do begin with some medical stuff. Yeah, we like a medical drama here and there. <laughs> I watch, I recommended St. Elsewhere. That's a medical drama. It all works right. out. There you go. Exactly. Oh, my God. That's so uh, old. Yeah, no, before we get to my recommendal, I have a, a quick note, like sort of recommendal for folks or like a um, – a public service am- announcement. So Dune 2 coming out uh, in a little over a week, the 29th, end of this month. Mm-hmm. Um, Dune 2, uh, Dune Part 2, coming out the same day that Dune Part 1 leaves Netflix. So if you want to watch Dune Part 1 before you go see uh, the new movie, um, I don't know if another streaming service is going to pick it up. Probably will, but just in case. Uh, make sure you watch Dune Part 1 on Netflix before you go see it. And uh, based on its its length, make sure you start Dune Part 1 on the 27th before yeah. it disappears from Netflix on the 29th. <laughs> yeah, give it some time. You know, it's a nice long That's film, right. and uh, exactly. you'll be fine. Um, I ended up buying that in 4K, but I believe it's sure. going back to Max, I think. Is it? Okay. I probably. think so, because they are, I mean, they technically they own it, too. It's their studio. but Oh, really? Okay. So it probably will, but just in case. Yeah. yeah, so make sure you watch it, because it rocks, and I cannot wait for that new movie. I'm so excited. Uh, all right, Brian, tell us about your recommendal today. Yeah. So my recommendal, um, I'm giving you a dubbed version because this is a Japanese import, uh, a truly Japanese import, not like the Japanese import that I told Scott about a while back that turned out to be Korean. I forgot about it. Uh, this is actually truly a Japanese import. And this came from the recommendation of a ton of tadpoolers based on other things that I liked. So, um, here we go. All right. Here's a clip. Registration is now closed. The game will now commence. Game? Game, dead or alive. Difficulty, three of clubs. Three of clubs? What does that mean? Rule, select the correct door within the stipulated time frame. What? Clear condition, leave the building within the time limit. You'll die if you just stand there. The time limit for this room is two minutes. Sounds, uh... Uh, squid game little squiddy that's yeah, a yeah. squid game like uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, this is a, a series called Alice in Borderland this is on uh, Netflix and yeah I mean it's very you know there there's this this rage uh, right now of these survival hunger game style uh, battle royale kind of things that are um, uh, that are coming from Korea and Japan and all these other places. Um, but this is really cool. This is uh so it's two seasons and basically the premise is that, uh, these, these guys, these friends, um, are in Japan. It's super busy, full of people crossing Shibuya crossing. They duck into a, uh, uh, a little closet to get away from the police that are chasing for something that they did. And when they come back out, Everybody's gone. Like the the entire Shibuya uh, area is completely cleared out, and they see this thing that says "Game commencing." Uh, follow the arrow, 
And sure enough, they do. And they find some other people who are left behind. Very few people left behind in Tokyo. And uh, they have to play these survival games. Now, it, unlike Squid Game, it's not like uh, you know, you're forced to play in these games. You can choose whether or not you play in these games. And they each have a difficulty level that is based on a playing card. All the club games are team games. All of the... Heart games are are mind games, but they range in difficulty from ace all the way up to ten for difficulty. And uh, but if you choose not to play a game, you basically when you when you complete a game and you either die or or live. Uh, if you live, you get a visa that expires five days uh, after the end of that game. So you have basically five days to play another game. Uh, and the way you die in this thing is that a mysterious laser comes down from the sky and and shoots you in the head. Oh no way! Like oh. a like a precision strike, orbital strike, like a precision, or whatever. Precision satellite strike that just zaps you in the head. <laughs> Love it. Uh, that's one of the ways you die in the game, Borderlands. Oh, that's oh, true. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, there's like a whole okay. storyline with the laser in the sky. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Well, they, <laughs> they probably got it from that. Uh, so obviously what you do is you follow these characters. The main guy is, uh, his name is Arisu, which is translates to Alice or is pronounced. Uh, it's kind of their, their, uh, pronunciation of, uh, Alice is Arisu or something like that. I don't know how that all connects, but anyway, uh, <laughs> that's why it's Alice in Borderland. Um, then you've got these other great characters, uh, Usagi and uh, Chishia and Razuna. These are all um, other players that they encounter. And listen, if you play, if you read manga, if you play Japanese video games, you see these tropes of characters like this bad guy who's carrying a sword and has an eye patch, and this girl who's like in a bikini top and and uh, pants the you know does the whole like. <laughs> <laughs> you know the two figure ah, you know right. super happy fun time yay good times yeah um so many so many tropes as far as characters go you know the old mysterious guy <gasps> that guy yeah um but this is a lot of fun i will warn you it is gory it is uh not not for um uh not for the kids uh, and I, the, you heard the dubbed version there. I didn't, that's the only time I've ever listened to the dub and it's okay. I did the subtitled version. It was great. Um, but, uh, uh, there's a, a transgender character that I'm sure caused some kerfuffle because it was not played by a transgender actress. Hmm. Um, so, which I know here in U S would be a much bigger deal than it might've been. I don't know if it was a big deal there, but I couldn't find any details about it. Cause I, I looked it up the character, you know, it's like, Oh wow. Okay. That's really cool. And then I go and look up and nope, the actor is actually a woman. Mm. <laughs> um, but anyway, the, uh, the story is great. The, the mystery is great. There's another season planned. So, and, and, uh, Netflix says it's coming. So we will get, Hopefully some some closure on the story, uh, two seasons uh, so far, and um, and a lot of fun. That explains the big yeah. number two on the poster I'm looking at. I was wondering if yeah, there that's was... season two, right? Okay. Exactly. They do it like a movie. It's weird. It's like a big old fat Roman numeral two on your season. <laughs> Not used to seeing that. Um, cool. All right, available now. Uh, Netflix it up, baby. Seems like Netflix yes. has the, um, the they've cornered the market on these these uh, Squid Game likes. 
over there. I don't yes, know and to about. clarify, I do mean a cis woman, not a... Oh, it's chat uh, giving you shit. Chat, relax. Yep, of course they are, because they know that I'm a horrible, horrible person deep down, and so they want to correct me because they, you know, this, they know this nice guy is just a facade, yeah. so they, they do have to do They this. have to get in. They got to get in there. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, let's get to right, Nicole's. Alice in Borderland on Netflix. Nicole, you got a clip here for us. Uh, this looked interesting. Any setup for yeah. it? Uh, well, before we go to the clip, you keep saying Borderlands, and all I'm thinking about is the Borderlands is movie the Borderlands? trailer that drops today. Oh, yeah, yeah. That I haven't it's, seen, uh, but the poster, I go, all right, it has Jamie Lee Curtis as Tannis. That's pretty cool. But then it has freaking Kevin Hart as Roland. What? That's a weird, <laughs> weird casting. I'm, I'm, out, I'm know. so torn on the whole thing because it's directed by Eli Roth, and I don't like Eli Roth movies at all. Yeah. But yeah. it's also produced co-produced and written by Craig Mazin who I really like for things like uh his adaptation of um Last of Us and also the yeah. uh, the Chernobyl thing was amazing so and then it's got these actresses I really like like I think I like Kate Blanchett yeah, I, I love like her. her as Lilith yeah, yeah. and yeah. I love uh what's what's her beak uh whose name I just what's forgot her beak? <laughs> there was everything everywhere all at once the uh, Jamie Lee Jamie Curtis, Lee Curtis. Yeah, she's, she's great yeah. yeah, these are and all good things, but then I just think Jack oh. Black is Claptrap. I just just use the voice oh, of Claptrap. Really? Oh yeah. Just use the voice of well, Claptrap. You might not be able to though. The the Claptrap voice guy. There's a whole thing I with know. that. He got oh, trouble. It's a whole, like the whole thing. And it's yeah. The, yeah, they fired him, and then they found an, another voice actor that sounded like him. Yeah, for he, the he third. got he got screwed. He's just not around. Yeah, I don't think he'd be around for it. Is the he problem. should have done the uh, what what on Back to the Future? The actor. Um, oh crap. What's his name? Crispin Glover. Crispin, Crispin Glover. Glover. So he sued because they took another actor oh, and made yes. it look like right, for, like for Back to the Future too, yeah. Right. Yeah. His likeness. So mm-hmm. it feels like that would be the same a similar thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either, either way. Yeah. So anyway, that was my Borderlands thought as you're talking about <laughs> uh your Borderlands movie. Mm. Excellent. All right, but here's my actual uh, I've been getting a lot of recommendations on Facebook for documentaries, and I don't know what what can I say. They they know me. <laughs> so, oh, right. I went ahead and and watched this one. I had never heard of it before. Fascinating uh, story about a unidentified person. Um, but what really surprised me about the documentary was the incredible representation of what it's like on the internet nowadays. Oh, so all right. Good deal. <laughs> there you go. Here you go. Here's your clip. I call your County 911. What is your emergency? Uh, we just found a dead body. There was nothing there with a name on it. No wallet, no credit cards, no photo ID. We don't really know who he is. How difficult is this going to be? This is my first case. By day, I'm the mild-mannered delivery person. And at night, I get unidentified people identified. I went on to Facebook. I felt like maybe I could help. I don't know anything about sleuthing cases, but this was a member of my community. We take care of each other. The group blew up. All of these different Americans were using the internet to do something good. 
it moved fast. You know, people were throwing out ideas. He was seen in Georgia. He was seen in North Carolina. Small bits of personal information that he would reveal. I was shocked. Holy shit. Like, look at this. This is the guy I camped with. If you don't mind, can I take a picture? Smiled and clicked his picture. Uh, internet sleuthers, man. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, I hate, so I love it. and hate those people sometimes. Yeah. You're going to, I mean, it, you would love this documentary. It's mm. on Max. It's called, um, oh, crap, what was it called? They uh, called him Mostly Harmless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> In Florida, they they came across a tent with a a man, unidentified man. Um, he weighed like eighty pounds. He was like skin and bones. For emaciated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they could not figure out who he was. And this is like this is like, this is a number a few years ago, 2019, 2020. Um, and they just he erased his digital track. He did. So it's an interesting kind of thought experiment of, can you, can you erase your identity from, from the world nowadays? Mm -hmm. And so it starts off with them trying to figure out who he is. And so they're doing these little things and they start the, the police department puts up a doctored photo because the original photo is so jarring because he's so emaciated. Um, and then it takes you down this path because he was, he was um, hiking the Appala- Appalachian trail and there's a whole tight knit group of hikers and you have trail names that I had no idea any of this was a thing, but you know, like every kind of hobby or, you know, thing that you get into there's there's nuances to it so when you meet somebody on a trail you don't give your real name so people knew him he would introduce himself as mostly harmless that was his that was his trail name and so this documentary takes you through what people did to try to identify him. And so (laughs) there was a Facebook group and the woman that they that was in that clip she delivers dry cleaning during the day, but at night she's like on Facebook. That is her life. And like, it is serious business for them. Mm. And it kind of makes me sad because she, you could tell she, she's lived a life unfulfilled and this is what she kind of thinks is her calling. Mm. Um, And so there's a lot of like, internet drama that plays out with this case and the groups. And then a guy from wired magazine actually writes an article about it that kind of pushes the case forward. So it's a great watch. Um, I think it's like an hour and a half, but um, not a satisfying end, but Mm. you know what? Sometimes that's life Mm. life. You don't always you don't always match up the person of who you think this person is to who they actually are. Mm. And so I, I, I enjoyed the documentary for that. And it's still, I still have questions about that just doesn't make sense how he died. Mm. <laughs> so there's a lot, a few, a few questions per se, but it also shows how the internet can be dangerous in 
assuming things and they profiled a guy that this Facebook group like wrecked his life because they thought it was him. And like, it was, it was really good. The first real heinous example of that, that I remember was the Boston marathon bombings and this Reddit group that thought they had it all figured out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was terrible. And if you want to look like kind of pre-internet. They can turn into mobs with pitchforks so damn quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So quickly. you You can go prior to that and the, that dude that made movies about it and stuff with the guy from the Olympics in 96, that whole thing turns out he had nothing to do with that bombing and mm-hmm. it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like we just, we, we, you get the sights on somebody and then you just wreck them whether they're the right guy or not. Right. It's like exactly. vi- vigilante group justice doesn't always work the way people think it does, you know? Mm-hmm. No. And it becomes a mob mentality. Mm-hmm. And even when you have the person saying, I am not dead. I am here. I have a family. Please stop harassing me. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yep. Oh, he's lying. He's yeah. lying. Yeah, no, they can that's the problem is once they've locked in, they're in. And yeah. and even even when a person is completely exonerated at the end of it, people still will have the conspiracy theory. Like it just sucks. I hate that. Yeah. But this sounds so interesting. It, so I'm I'm definitely gonna check it out. It's definitely it, got a vibe of a documentary I would watch. Oh yeah. And it's it just I was amazed at how well it captured that how internet drama around Facebook groups and like communities can just go really, really wrong. I mean, we've, we've all been in those forums where you're like, what, who, okay, we're taking this a little too seriously. Yeah. <laughs> like when it crosses over into real life. Okay. You, we need to take a step back from the keyboard kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. The so. wisdom of crowds isn't as wise as it thinks it is. Gosh, no, no. no. Yeah. Uh, excellent. That sounds like fun. It's dumbest member. <laughs> That's right. They, call, they, they called them mostly harmless, which is a, a reference to um, Hitchhiker, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, apparently. Nice. Uh, well, my recommendation this week does not have a clip. Um, I could probably find some audio <laughs> from the book or whatever if I wanted to. But um, you could read us a read us a passage. <laughs> yeah, I have been so busy reading that I haven't had as much time, especially last week with the baby coming and all that. I haven't had time for. Um, yeah, what are you reading? So I'm reading this series called Edge You're about of to Find Out. <laughs> Edge, <laughs> I'm reading Edge of Collapse. Uh, it is a seven book series. I'm only two books in. And I really like it thus far. And I thought the first book in particular was extremely good. It's called Edge of Collapse. It's basically a world set. Uh, it's it's set in twenty or er, uh, Christmas twenty twenty four. The book was oh. written years ago, but it's set kind of in our future uh, by about seven months or however long we have. No more than that. Anyway, whatever it is, ten months, nine months. Uh, anyway, and on uh, the on Christmas Eve, uh, and specifically in Michigan, is where most of this takes place there is a huge EMP event, some sort of electromagnetic pulse, and nobody's sure where its source is. In fact, even all the way done with book two, they still don't know what the source is because they don't have any contact with the government. They don't have any contact with anybody. They don't know if this is worldwide, if it's just the states, if it's just Michigan, for that matter. They have theories, but nobody knows, and they don't know if it was intentionally done or if it was something with a solar flare uh, or uh, you know, a bomb went off above the atmosphere, hydrogen bomb that would have caused this. There's all this, all this speculation. Wasn't but, there a TV show that the electricity goes out? Probably, yeah. Oh, what was that? I have no idea. Oh, yeah, it's like some sort you of like, know what I'm talking. Yeah, yeah, it was one of these more recent mysteries and yeah, and stuff. Yeah, um, I, I mean. Just, and, 
and there's there's I a lot of there's a lot of stuff you know a lot of themes like this in different things like Jericho was kind of like this it's just like it was Jericho was it Jericho yeah I don't yeah. remember it being an EMP but basically everybody everybody has to really struggle when basic services and things like electricity the internet uh, heating uh, all that stuff just goes off you're done and anything that had a mm-hmm. computer chip in it is screwed the only thing only vehicles and devices that survived this EMP in the story are um one stuff without chips in it so like old trucks that don't have any mm-hmm. computerized crap or you know a really old snowmobile that still starts or whatever and so or the world's movie did that too right yeah there's a bit of that everything in there. yeah all it, basically all your basic services the power grid all that stuff is shut down and that's what it deals with but it deals with it in very personal stories on the ground it's always it's not about the bigger conflict it's about well, how is this guy affected? What's he going to do in this situation? And what's this lady going to do? And why is she even involved? And it's very kind of on the ground, personal stories set within a world that's doing this. Now, I can't speak for three, book three through seven. I assume it's similar stuff. Um, they're, they are connected, these two, the first two books, but they're also very separate stories, even though they're connected. Oh. And I'm really liking it. And I've spent all my time reading lately. Do you so. think that it would be an okay story for me and Mateo to listen to? Um, I mean... I don't, he listens to stuff that cusses and that's fine. It's It's not super, this, and what's funny is this isn't full of cusses. It's kind of actually kind of light on the swearing. It's just, it it deals with themes that are kind of scary. You know, it's like everything shut down and that's awful, but that can be good stuff to watch with kids sometimes, you know? Well, we, we listened to Ready Player One and Ready Player Two. Yeah. If you, you, yeah, if you listen to those, you'd probably be okay here. I think you'd yeah. be all right. This isn't overly violent. It's not very gory. It's it's, you know, scenes of of collapse and destruction and airplanes falling mm-hmm. out of the sky and some of that stuff. But they don't like go and his eyes burst from his face or any weirdness <laughs> like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, we listened to The Martian and then we watched the movie. But there was one part in The Martian that insinuated cannibalism and that he was like, uh-uh. I was like, OK, let's talk about it. Yeah. we're not gonna watch a live yeah we're not gonna do any of that right so uh so i am always on the hunt for books for because that's how we read now is just we just plow through books in the car together yeah and that, and if you're doing that with him and he's enjoying that i'll bet you'd probably yeah. like this it's a female author as well i really like her her take on all this her name is kyla stone and um, she has some other books as well. I'd probably get around to them. There's something called The Last Sanctuary. She focuses on this kind of post-apocalyptic stuff, which I I obviously have a taste for. But um, nice thing about Edge of Collapse is the whole thing is uh, free if you have Kindle Unlimited. So the uh, it's, you know, zero bucks to want to read it on Kindle. If mm. you're doing audio, you'll, you know, I think that'll cost you. But the it's seven dollars for the audio book. That's nothing. That's good. Yeah. Cheap. Yeah, that's pretty good. Anyway, it's really good. And she's uh, she's considered one of the, the cool voices in this space. And I, I agree with those reviews. I think it's very, very good so far. And it's kind of just hard to put down. It's one of those series where I'm just like, I got to keep reading this. And I have Can I give bo- you a book recommendation? Yeah, too? please go ahead. We're currently reading The in- Insignificant Events in the Life of a Cactus. And it's it's a young adult book, but I have absolutely ad- I adore it. It's about a young girl with no arms and a kid with Tourette's and I've never I've never read a book about that talks about someone that's dealing with Tourette's and they do it in such a 
wonderful way and a kind way and an educational way. Mm. And it's a great story. So what's the title again? Um, insignificant events in the life of a cactus. Significant events. I'm going to write this one down. It's, yeah. It's a short little book. It's we're just, we're laughing. It's just, it's just wonderful. Nice. So, All right. Well, there you go. A little bonus book recommendation. There you go. Oh, we, we, you got your read this into my recommendals. Hey, you got your recommendals into my read this. Tastes good, though. I like it. Mm, <laughs> yummy. Tastes great together. Uh, they will be up at quicktms.li. They're there already. So if you want to go read go about it and uh, watch about it and do all those things, they're up there as a resource for you, the fine listener. Nicole, it's always good having you on. Uh, can't wait for to have you back next week and, and good, and good luck with all this anti-sugar stuff. I'm on the same good diet with yeah. the sugar it's for so different, weird. different reasons, but it. it's very oh, weird. It's inspiring. I should do the same damn thing, but I won't. It's hard. <laughs> not it's yet. hard. Not until, I, not until I'm ordered to by a doctor that says, Oh yeah, you really should have started doing this uh, years ago, Brian. Yeah. Functional um, medicine doctor was, was the key. The finding just the right doctor was, it took me about yeah. a year to find somebody yeah. that was like, Okay, we're going to look at these things and find the root cause. So Right. Well, that's awesome. That's uh, yep. I will see you next week. Have a good one and oh. tell hi to Mark, who is probably we'll working do. wood right now. Working his wood. Working that wood, son. Mm-hmm. Whispering. Whispering that wood. Whisper to the wood. That's right. All right. That's it for today's show. Big thanks, everybody, for being here. We got uh, a new Monday show went up yesterday on a Tuesday, so you can check that out. Uh, what else is happening today? Usually DTNS, but nope, I got to get teeth done. Yeah. I'm really you're dreading just it. doing the T of the DTNS. Just dreading Doing it. teeth. Yep. The not, daily teeth. No, wait. The daily teeth, teeth show. not uh, <laughs> co-hosting. How, how are that works. But yeah. Doing teeth, not co-hosting. That's I, what DTNS stands for today. I, I could not be dreading it more, but anyway, it'll uh, be uh, later today. I'll be yeah. about $1,000 poorer and uh, Oof, it'll be great. Geez. So I uh, look forward to that. Uh, but we'll be back tomorrow. We should have Wendy here, all that stuff. So look forward to your Thursday uh, version of TMS. Frogpants.com yeah. slash TMS is the place to go for all the links. And now we'll leave you with a song. Brian, do you have one to leave yes. them with? Yeah, Bob Finnegan wrote in, birth, uh, or mailman uh, Bob Finnegan. Hey, gents, this is a birthday request for my 56th birthday. I'm getting this one a little bit late, too. This was from earlier in the month. Uh, this cover is one of my favorites. Favorites. It's a way better version than the original Mop the Hoople version, in my opinion. Can I get a hunk-ah or a tender crisp bacon cheddar ranch from Darius? He can get both. Um, what? It's a birthday miracle. Is here's, what that is. here's one. It's a tender crisp bacon cheddar ranch. And then you can get this guy too. <laughs> or this guy. <laughs> oh, no, same guy. How about this guy? <laughs> well, those two is like his twin yeah. brother. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like those are the same exact clip. Weird. I don't know how that exactly. works. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. Nice. Cool. Congratulations on your birthday, dude. That's a that's a high watermark. That watermark. is 56. Very cool. I'm, yeah. I'm heading towards uh, one of those uh, not too long in the future myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So the song is Sea Diver by The Down and Outs. Um, this is a cover of a song originally done by Mata Hoople. Uh, this is great. It's a Joe Elliott led band. So, um, that gives you some, some, uh, lends a little credence to who you're about to hear the down and outs from the album, the further adventures of from 2014 with sea diver. Spin. 
Frogpants.com. The Phantom of the Opera. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.